Hi, folks. Before we start this week's episode, I wanted to ask for your support for Design Museum Everywhere. Just like this podcast, so much of what Design Museum Everywhere puts out in the world is free and accessible to everyone. We're all about bringing design impact everywhere, whether it's our virtual events like our recent Design Museum Live, our We Design online exhibition that features designers of color across every design field. There's so much Design Museum content to enjoy. It's all made possible by people like you whose financial support drives our ability to bring the transformative power of design everywhere. If you enjoy this podcast, I hope you'll consider making a year-end gift to support us. Your donation is tax-deductible and means a lot to us. Visit designmuseumeverywhere.org and click on the link at the top of the page. Thanks, and now on to the show. Welcome to Design is Everywhere, the weekly podcast from the Design Museum. I'm your host, Sam Aquilano. I'm the founder and executive director of Design Museum Everywhere. Each week on our show, we tackle a different element of design and explore how it impacts our everyday lives because design is everywhere and so are we. This, however, is a special episode to wrap up 2021. We're doing a year in review of Design Museum Everywhere, who we are, what we do, the voices behind our exhibitions, our books, our podcast, and our magazine. On this show, I get a chance to chat with people who are making impactful work with thoughtful designs on our team. In this episode, I'm gonna introduce the team who helps bring Design Museum Everywhere to life and brings Design Museum everywhere. We're a small but mighty team that includes nine staff members, a contractor, interns, and of course, our board of directors and our council. I'll be introducing our staff and chatting with them about the projects they've worked on in 2021, what they're excited about, and what they're looking forward to in the new year from Design Museum. So let's get started. Back in April, we brought in a director of operations, the amazing Rachel Bosenberg, to oversee our organizational systems, finance, human resources, and work with the board and council. Rachel is passionate about accessible community-centered art and design in all its forms. As director of operations, she strives to cultivate curiosity and a culture of belonging, always grounded in encouraging others to shine. Welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, how's it going? It's going well. I'm delighted to be on here. I remember when I was applying for my job at Design Museum, one of the first ways that I researched more about Design Museum was by listening to the 2020 Year Close podcast. I love it. So you're prepped. You're ready to go. So you're first. going to ask you the question, what were you excited about from the year that's behind us that we're closing out? There was a lot to be excited about, honestly, from starting a new role to learning more about the role. It's always hard those first few months on a job. I like knowing what I'm doing and I had to be comfortable with not always having the answer, but I feel like I'm now at the point where if one of my teammates comes to me, I can help them or direct them to the correct person to go to. One thing I'm excited about that I accomplished last year was the installation of two of our exhibitions, Bespoke Bodies and We Design. So in August, we installed Bespoke Bodies at University of Hartford. It was just really exciting to be back in a gallery, touching our artifacts, putting them on display, and knowing that people would get to see what Design Museum had created. And then we also installed our We Design exhibition at Montserrat College of Art up in Beverly, Massachusetts. And both were opportunities to meet teammates in person because we're a mostly remote organization. It was a great chance to connect with people on a human to human level instead of over Zoom. Those exhibitions were amazing. And I agree, it was so nice to be in person and actually like 
holding artifacts and making things happen. Yeah. And thank you so much for stepping up and, and helping make those exhibitions possible. I mean, we really almost had to like reteach ourselves how to get back into exhibitions after pretty much being away from them for almost two years. I agree. And I suppose I should say as director of operations, my role is so much more than just exhibitions. It's a part of my job that's near and dear to my heart because I've always worked in museums throughout my career. But operations at museums, at nonprofits, across organizations can mean so many different things. So I thought it might be helpful for our listeners to understand that in the context of design museum, operations includes finance, HR, board and council relations, and general operations such as real estate or program management. Mm -hmm. And we need all of those things. So grateful for you. Something I'm really proud of talking about 2021 again is the team that we've built and how we've all grown together to be this cohesive unit that can support each other and we know what other folks are working on. So I'm really looking forward to growing into our own becoming the team that we can be because we have so much potential and so much expertise here on staff. And I know that we've been working hard to get to the point where everyone can really fill their role and make Design Museum the best that it can be. Yeah, thank you for that. I'm looking forward to that as well. Awesome. Thank you, Rachel. I really appreciate it. Pleasure to be here. Next up is our Director of Development, Brian Mezzi. Brian handles donor and membership engagement, major gifts, grants, fundraising events, and other revenue-generating strategies. Brian strives to inspire others to give and get involved in our mission, and he appreciates when good accidental design happens. Welcome, Brian. How's it going? Good. Thanks, Sam. Glad to be here. Glad to have you on the team. This episode, we're looking back on 2021. So can you share project, program that you're particularly proud of from last year? Yeah, so I joined in June uh, and dove right into planning our second Design Night Live. Great first project. Yeah, you know, <laughs> feet to the fire on day one. But um, I loved it. You know, having a formal education in design, but having spent the last 10 years out of the design industry and design world, it was great to really be able to connect with the design community from day one and from the get-go. It was great. You know, we were able to bring together, you know, more than 100 of our members between the silent auction, people who donated silent auction items. We had four amazing speakers across four different areas and, and kind of fields of design. And it was an exciting night. I mean, we had the amazing, incredible Debbie Millman as our keynote host. And then also Giving Tuesday, most recently, um, it was great to see our community come together and support us on that global day of giving. So all good things. Yeah. Yeah. And big thanks to everyone who supported us through Design Night Live and through Giving Tuesday. Yeah, Brian, pulling off Design Night Live as your first project was pretty epic, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Nothing like a, a good old virtual gala. Maybe we can have a real gala in 2022. That would be awesome. I know our community wants it. Yeah. Let's have a party. Aside from maybe some in-person galas, what are you looking forward to in 2022? Yeah, I would say, again, as you mentioned, inspiring people to give and get involved and bringing our organizational partners together across the United States. You know, we have individual members in nearly all 50 states and 20 countries, and it would be awesome to see 
our organizational partners grow to that capacity and that network. And then just inspiring our individual members, growing our individual membership, getting them involved in multiple stages of our work, you know, whether that's coming to our events, joining the board, joining the council, volunteering, you name it. And hopefully in 2022, we'll be back together in some capacity in person, which will naturally bring that sense of community back. Yeah, it has been awesome to see sort of, to me, it's like the silver lining of COVID of having just so many more people outside of Boston and Portland, where we've normally been over the years, getting involved and not only supporting us, but like you said, like coming to events and that trend is amazing. And so, yeah, for anyone who's listening to this episode, who is maybe outside of our traditional two branches, welcome. Glad you're here. Brian, thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. I think that I could say that coming from all of us on staff, we really appreciate your revenue hunting and resource (laughs) development. (laughs) It means a lot to us. So thanks. Thank you. Glad to be part of the team. All right. Now joining us from Portland, Oregon is Jocelyn Rice, who I'm so happy to say we added to the team this year. Jocelyn and I know each other before she came onto the team. Jocelyn's featured in our WeDesign exhibition, and we know each other just from the Portland design community. She has pretty much the best title, I think, and that's the Director of Design Thought Leadership. So in addition to orchestrating all the thought leadership that comes through Design Museum and coordinating brainstorms and developing community events, Jocelyn is also a parent, ceremonial designer, and outdoor futurist, which another great title. She is a visionary creative force and an award-winning outdoor apparel designer. Thanks for being here, Jocelyn. How's it going? Sorry, hi. It's going well. Thank you so much. The podcast giggles. Actually, you do have such an interesting job title, job in terms of museums and nonprofits. Can you share a little bit of what you do here at the museum? It's an amazing job because one of my favorite things to do is just connect with other people. And I really feel like that's what this position is here at the museum. I spent the first like three months connecting with each individual council member, really trying to understand what people are looking for um, from the museum that are a part of it and support us. So I really feel like that's my main um, focus is to make sure that we're, you know, connecting everyone. So I, and I also work on Design Museum Live, which is an events program that we run once a month. And then also the think tanks um, with different thought leaders all over the states, all over the world. So that's really exciting. It's just a very fulfilling um, role to have. So I'm very grateful <laughs> for it. Let's focus <laughs> on 2021. So looking back, what are you proud of, excited about from the year behind us? Like everybody else has said, being there's so much to be excited about and proud of. I completely switched careers. So for me, just the personal part, you know, it's starting a brand new career. I've been a designer, an outdoor apparel designer for about 15 years and being able to switch and do something that I feel very, very passionate about for an organization that really has given me so much as a designer and really filled me up was a really amazing opportunity. So I'm I'm proud of that from a personal standpoint and then professionally just being able to come in and kind of hit the ground running like we all do here <laughs> at 
the museum and pull off some really amazing events. One of my favorite was the Sip and Sketch. We're being really intentional about our partnerships with people. And we partnered with Built Oregon and brought in four footwear designers, well, three footwear designers and an awesome MC from Deadstock Coffee. And everybody that was a part of it got books from Constant Development, Chris Dixon's company. And the guys just taught folks how to sketch and taught kids and grownups. And it was just such a really beautiful, felt very family oriented, which I really loved. So I'm really proud of that one. And we got all the designers tablets with another partnership with Sense Labs. Like it was just a really dope opportunity and experience. That event was probably like if there was like a metric for like virtual events that actually didn't feel virtual. Like I really felt like we were just all hanging out in the same space. And I don't know if that's because kids were involved or because the presenters were just like so authentic and like just in the moment with us, but it just felt so good. I loved that event. The other one is the one we did in September that you pulled together around workplace, especially around hybrid work environments. I thought that was so on point with just what all of us are working through, right? In terms of virtual work, hybrid work, the workplace one, it was, it felt a little nerve wracking because it's the first one. So it felt very nerve wracking of like, how is this going to go? And, but each individual person that presented had such a different perspective. Dimitri, um, Sheena, and John, they just came at it from different angles, but they all intersected very well, which is something I also just love about the museum is that we do work from those intersection points, which is really where the meat is and where all of that great work comes out. So being able to do that and have it run seamlessly felt really good. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, it's been a great year of Design Museum Lives. Thanks for getting that program going and it's been awesome. Looking at 2022, what are you excited about in terms of our community, our events and what's coming up? 2022 is going to be so dope. We are coming off of the workplace innovations of it and we're going to do Design Museum Week, which is so rad. Really excited. We're focusing on all of the impact areas and mashing them up again, just to work with that intersectionality. So that'll be really cool to see how all of these 12 condense down into six and work across and work together. So really excited about being able to do that. And then it's such a collaborative program that I'll get to work with Rachel and Brian and JR, Marie and Maria and Chrysalid and Amor. And everybody gets to be as a part of it. And that feels really exciting as well. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be like Design Museum Extravaganza for one week, right? And that's April 25th through 29th. And tickets are on sale. So if you're listening, you should get your ticket. Awesome. Jocelyn, thank you so much. It's been a fun year of events. Love it. You probably heard about our events from our marketing. Now we're going to hear from our director of marketing, Maria Villafranca. She specializes in marketing and communications for social justice and racial equity initiatives and has worked at a range of institutions that support creative producers from community-based organizations to large national arts funders. Maria, welcome. Hello. How's it going? I'm okay. I made the um, mistake of listening to my voice in last year's episode before this recording, and I just do not recommend that practice. Huge mistake. I never listen to any episodes anymore, (laughs) so I have to say. Never again. I'm never going to hear this episode. Yeah, fantastic. Well, So since you're not going to listen to it, you can be very free and open. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back on 2021, what a year together. So much happened. Uh, What are you proud of? What projects 
uh, were exciting. Tell us about it. I'm very excited by the policing issue. Listeners can't see this, but I'm holding it right now. I keep it by my desk at all moments, just in case I'm on a call and I can do this, just kind of pull it out and show it to whoever I'm talking to. Um, the policing issue was a special edition of the magazine that we published last spring. It was guest edited by the wonderful Jennifer Rickner. Uh, we brought together 20 BIPOC contributors for it. Um, it was really around like the design of policing, but kind of more than that, just like the inherent inequities of policing, how they're reflected in governmental policies, the design of our buildings, and just like so many aspects of the daily life of people of color in this country. Um, I just, I really love this issue. I mean, it's a clear call to action uh, for people's safety. It's also just beautiful. Um, you know, we had a number of artists who worked on the design of this issue. So it's just a visually very gorgeous publication and the writing is really emotional. You know, I mean, again, like all the contributors are both designers and researchers and activists who are like working towards change um, around these issues, um, but they're also people affected by them. So like in every article, there's a little bit of a personal story. So it's just a beautiful issue. Um, we also successfully funded this project through Kickstarter. We hit our goal several weeks before the campaign was over. So I'm just proud of it. It was amazing to see our community step up for this issue. Yeah, I agree completely. I keep that issue on my desk front and center because it always reminds me of what's possible, right? When our community comes together and we have the right contributors and you know they can tell their stories. And it's just like the best of Design Museum. Oh, just so nice. How about the coming year, 2022? What are you excited about? Well, not surprisingly, I'm most excited about a project that I'm managing, which is the annual meeting, um, which is Tuesday, February 15th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. The annual meeting is a free virtual open house for our community. Um, listeners, you are all invited to attend. It's an opportunity for you to meet us, for us to meet you, um, and really introduce you to upcoming projects for the year and for us to kind of better understand how uh, we as a museum can better support our community. You can register already online. Love it. Yeah. Register for the annual meeting. Awesome. Thanks, Maria. Appreciate it. And thank you, Joss. And thank you, Rachel. And thank you, Brian. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll introduce the rest of the Design Museum team. Join us April 25th through 29th for Design Museum Week. We'll celebrate accomplishments, share new ideas, and inspire through design. During the week, we will reconceptualize design's role in 21st century systems and issues through dozens of events that match up our 12 design impact areas. Workplace, business, play, entrepreneurship, sustainability, education, healthcare, social impact, data visualization, diversity, vibrant cities, and civic innovation. Design Museum Week 2022 will feature five days of hybrid online and offline events that spark conversation, inspire leaders, and educate professionals working in all areas of design. While most sessions will be virtual, we look forward to welcoming attendees for in-person gatherings as well in cities across the U.S. To attend Design Museum Week, April 25th through 29th, get your tickets at designmuseumeverywhere.org. And we're back. Okay, organizing my busy schedule is difficult. My inbox is difficult. Gosh, every one of the projects I'm on and relationships I'm building, plus the magazine, all of that together is why I'm so grateful to have Claire Solen Bechka as my executive assistant. Claire Solen loves examining problems through an interdisciplinary lens and appreciates the diverse perspectives of the Design Museum Everywhere staff. Outside of work, you might find her dancing or 
cooking elaborate meals or dancing at design museum events. She's led us in some dance warmups at some design museum live. So you can see it right at the museum. Claire Salen, welcome. And thank you so much for everything you've done for me already in the first few months you've been at the museum. Hi, Sam. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about what you were excited about from the year behind us, relatively new to the team, but you've been able to experience a lot of Design Museum in a short amount of time. Yeah, so I am pretty new. I think I'm almost at my three-month mark. Um, I would say that, honestly, my favorite part of the past three months has been um, the We Design install that Rachel mentioned at Montserrat. It was really funny because there were a lot of students there who were helping us to set up the exhibition and you know, I'm just a year older than they are. And so they were like, wow, this is so cool. I can't believe you work here. And I was like, yeah, it is cool. So this was maybe like three weeks in to me starting here. And it was really, it just made an impression on me to see what we were doing and how people were interpreting it and to sort of like get out of my administrative mode and just see what we were doing with the programming. That was fun. It was just great to have the students there and Seemed like that a great experience. I mean, every exhibition installation has like problems that needed to be solved and like you got to hack some things together. And it was so cool to see them like solving those problems and like getting right in there. And uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Also say your height also comes in handy in uh, exhibition installations. <laughs> so thank that you. it does. I should put it on my resume. You really should. You really should. That's awesome. And thank you, like I said, for everything you've been doing to support me and support the team. Um, already in the time that you've been at the museum. Well, let's talk 2022. What are you looking forward to in the year ahead? I'm really looking forward to starting to work on the footwear issue of the magazine. I sort of jumped in while the business of design issue was already going, and it was great to work on that and uh, edit and help Sam, you with that, all that. Um, but I'm really excited to start from the beginning with the footwear issue and sort of just learn more about the process of creating the magazine here and having a hand in it. Yeah, well, I would say don't sell yourself short on the business of design issue. That issue would not have happened without Claire Salen. So if you're enjoying that issue right now, you have Claire Salen to thank. And yeah, agreed. I, I'm right there with you. Looking forward to the footwear issue that's going to be. That's one that we've wanted to do, a topic at least that we've wanted to do for years. We did the sip and sketch like we mentioned with Jocelyn. It's going to be nice to, to have something in print around footwear design. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next up, we have our grants and membership manager, Marie Costi. Marie is passionate about the importance of the arts and creativity in daily life. At home, you can find her container gardening, reading on porches, and enjoying long walks outdoors, either in the woods or the more approachable mountains nearby. Marie, welcome. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, also a relatively new person on the team. Can you share a little bit about the work that you do at the museum? Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, I think this is my three-month anniversary today. <laughs> so exactly three months ago, I started. Um, yeah, so it's been great um, so far. I've submitted a, a, a number of grants, well, almost one every week uh, has been the pace. A machine. I don't know if I can, I mean, keep that up while doing membership. So I might have to pace myself a bit, but that's been good. Um, it's been really great to work with everyone so far. And I guess one thing I feel good about is being here at a time when we're um, about to really relaunch um, exhibitions. We, are, we had one at Montserrat recently, um, as Claire Salen mentioned. And so I recently submitted a grant to the Institute for Museum and Library Services for exhibitions in 22 and 23 uh, and planning. So fingers crossed, those are never guaranteed. That's the most common saying you hear in grants, <laughs> fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> so that's where we're at with that. 
Another thing that's been really interesting in the past few months is the brainstorms. I've attended a couple and that's something unique about the museum is we have these brainstorms that bring together staff and board members and advisors in uh, design fields and related fields, depending on the topic. And I attended the brainstorm on education programming. And it was really interesting to go through that process, um, to come up with ideas for future programs and formats, um, taking into account everyone's input. And I, I just, I think that's a really interesting format that I was glad to be a part of. Yeah, I love those as well. They're always just so great to get so many diverse perspectives. And I've always found like that's better, right? To like kind of crowdsource our thought leadership from a large group of people. And then it's our job, right? To kind of like distill it down and figure out then, is it going to go to become an event or an exhibition or a magazine article? How about uh, in the coming year? What are you looking forward to in 2022? Well, in 22, I, I think it's a bit more of that, uh, a bit more of trying to keep up the pace to um, ask uh, as many folks as possible. The more you ask, the more you can possibly receive. Um, so I look forward to working with Brian to really flesh out the, the grant fundraising calendar, as we call it, and adding new um, possibilities to the list and getting those out. And, you know, just getting to know the members as well um, more and helping to share with them upcoming events and programs uh, to be involved in the design community here at Design Museum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I'll speak again for everyone. I say thank you so much for all the work you're doing around funding and grants. It means a lot to all of us and to the work that we do. So glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. JR is our newest member of the team, came on as our exhibitions manager. JR is an artist, performer, musician, and art curator living in Providence, Rhode Island. They have over 15 years of experience organizing, designing, and installing exhibitions. That's why we hired you. JR, welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks. It's going. How are you? It's going. <laughs> I feel like every time I ask my therapist, how's it going? He says that. He's like, it's going because <laughs> he's not allowed to say anything else. So I usually, someone asks me, they always say, how's it going? I'm like, running a design museum in the middle of a pandemic. Sure. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, working at a nonprofit <laughs> in a pandemic. Like I said, you're one of the newest members from the team. So maybe tell us a little about your role as you see it as you're getting into it here in the first, what, month? I think Rachel and I celebrated my one month anniversary when we took down the show at Montserrat, which, gotcha. um, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah, so I sent, like you guys brought me on to do, to sort of build a more robust exhibitions department, um, which I feel really excited about doing. I also like get to work on cool projects like books. We're putting out a bunch of books. Uh, right now we're editing a book, which we'll talk about more. But yeah, I, my, my day one was deinstalling bespoke bodies at UHeart with you guys. Great first day. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, there were like seeing I realized I was like, oh yeah, this is these these exhibitions are really cool. Like, when would I ever get to be this close to a prosthetic eye in real life? Which I did touch. I I knew it was like the what I shouldn't be doing day one of my job, but I was like, I'm gonna touch. It's it. like the most fragile artifact <laughs> in the whole exhibition. It's cool. Yeah, but it's my job to take care of it now. It's and true. I will. It's so, so true. I, I thought I'd just yeah. give it a little. Just Touch. a little. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We do that awesome. all the time in exhibitions. Sorry to, to uh, demystify yeah, burst it. Burst the bubble. Yeah. That's right. Anything else from the your uh, first two months that were exciting that you're excited about? 
Yeah, totally. We did this really cool event at Montserrat, or I guess online with Montserrat. Virtual. Yeah. Um, where we brought in two designers, um, uh, apparel designers, uh, one named Bless and the other one, Noah Paolo. And it was like a really fun conversation that we had with these two artists where I walked away feeling very inspired by them. And I was like, great. It was also incredibly organized, mostly by Rachel. I just, she's a champion at organizing things. And so it's been really fun working with her on that. And I'm just like, yeah, let's build a production schedule. That was another virtual event. I really felt like Bless like brought us around the pop-up shop, right? Just like carried the computer around and like we got the tour. I don't know, both presenters' energy was just like, so wonderful, um, made it really fun. I've known Noelle since she was a kid too, so it's really nice to see her as a professional, um, just kind of killing it in the world, you know? So it was cool, it was a cool opportunity. We've talked about so many cool things in our first like strategy meetings together, um, but what are you looking forward to? Oh man, I mean, I think just like, first and foremost, like collections care, uh, we do, People, I, people inquire if we have a collection. We do have artifacts um, that we are sort of building a collection around and um, just figuring out like how to build a management system that works for this museum is seems fun to me, but I get, you know, it, it's just one of those things. And then, um, yeah, the We Design book, uh, I think it's going to be really cool. I think now that I've sort of I'm in deep with it. Like I'm really um, excited to see where it goes and how we can um, bring the the vision of the the folks who started it through to the end. And then like just in general with exhibitions, just building the department and making sure that the successes that the museum has had in the past, like the policing issue, um, that those aren't just one-offs that we're doing, but we're continuing to have um, sometimes difficult conversations about design and how design is really impacting us. So that's, we're going to bring some of that into the exhibition. So I'm looking forward to it. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. We are so grateful you're here. Bring on someone with your level of expertise. And I know I'll speak for Rachel in these strategy meetings we've had around exhibitions. We've both been like, yes, like we can actually, we can actually have an exhibitions department. Yeah. We never really had that before. <laughs> and so um, just saying a lot for a museum, but we've always just made it work. And, you know, your level of professionalism and organization around getting this done and then looking strategically at future opportunities is super exciting to me, speaking for myself. So glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks. Our final Design Museum Everest staff member is the amazing writer and producer of this very show. Amor Yates, welcome. Each week, Amor produces and edits each episode of the podcast. In addition to her love of podcasts, Amor enjoys chocolate, except for Almond Joy, which she finds to be inferior to other candies that may or may not have coconut. I find it inferior to all candies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amor creates this amazing show, and I'm constantly blown away by the quality of the guests and the overall production. And she makes me sound amazing. You're all like, Sam, you ask such great questions on the show. And I'm like, that's Amor. That's all Amor. So Amor, welcome. And thanks for all you do on this show. Hi, Sam. I'm also checking my audio levels as I do this. <laughs> of course you are, because that's what, she, that's what you would do. Maybe since this is a little behind the scenes of the podcast, can you tell our listeners a little bit about like what you do around each episode? I know it's a lot. Maybe you could like distill it down. Yeah. 
So I'm in charge of every aspect of production. So from idea and seeing that idea to fruition. So you and I together will pitch an idea or maybe someone on design museum staff will pitch an idea. Then we will figure out who will be the right guest for that episode. And I look at our schedules. I, I collab with Clarissa Lynn to figure out the perfect timing. We get the guests on board, the guest co-hosts on board. And then from there, I you know work with Rachel on getting those microphones out. Then we have the recording itself. Then it's editing those recordings. So every single aspect, and Maria helps me with the marketing aspect. So it's very cool. And of course, Humble Amor glossed over, I think, the most important thing she does, which is so much research. And I, yeah, I research. That's, that's, it's funny that I didn't say the part that's my favorite is the deep dive. That's also your favorite part. <laughs> but we constantly hear from guests like in our kind of you know green room time that they're, how did we find this bit of information about them? And oh my gosh, like, you know, it's so delightful that they, you know, we included that either in their bio or in a question. And so all the research you do really comes through as well. Um, so thanks. Thank you. I'm not as good as Debbie Millman, but I try. We're, you're getting there. You're getting there. That was an awesome episode. It was. We pulled together with Debbie. So. so 2021, we had some amazing episodes, but what was your, you know, what are you proud of from the year behind us? Wow. We, we've had a lot of really great guests, um, but I think the thing I loved and appreciated the most was we had fantastic interns. So shout out to Julia Christian, Tanya Chavla, Emily Roberts. It was really cool to work with them early on in their careers and see how talented they all are. And I learned so much from each of them. And they're just, it's very cool to see how they're growing and how quickly they were navigating and, and solving problems on their own in a really cool way. Yeah, they definitely helped elevate the show. It was yeah. really fun to work with each of them. And I miss them. Hi. Job. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> I know you're listening. How about the year ahead, 2022? What's on your radar in terms of what you're excited about? Yeah, we have a cool slate of shows coming up. I'm already scheduling those. So um, it's exciting to see the recordings we're going to be doing in the early half of 2022. Everything from like augmented reality to common space, common good, I think a very cool selection of guests that may have one of the coolest parts of production is when you get to introduce two people to each other that didn't know about each other previously, and then they become friends through that recording. Um, we kind of had that instance with the video game design episode and seeing Sean and Mike really connect was a, was a really cool mashup of really great ideas. Yeah, it seems to be happening a lot. People either like become friends or they want to like do a project together. And then it's like, thanks, Design Museum, right? We brought them together. Yeah, it, I mean, because if we do it well, then it just feels like a conversation. And, and it's nice when you see them bonding over a Zoom screen, which um, had its challenges before. But I think it's made it really cool connecting people from disparate parts of the world that are very far apart and getting guests that are abroad as well is also really fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for everything you do on this show. It's a blast working with you on it so fun i'm really proud of it as well thank you yeah thank you all for sharing um all these cool projects we've done and things we're working on and then what's coming up ahead for me i just want to echo what rachel said i mean i will just say like i made the joke about running a design museum during a pandemic the last two years have been so so difficult and i'm just so grateful to everyone who's listening and all your support but i'm just so excited about this team and where we're going and where we can go together. Uh, the work we've done from the nerdy stuff around like developing our like project management systems to like the soft stuff of like understanding each other and how we want to communicate and how we can work best together. 
all that work means a lot. And so, yeah, in 2022, I'm just so jazzed about what we're going to accomplish together um, as a team and then as a community with the museum overall. So thank you. Uh, I also want to thank our amazing interns and apprentices who worked with us in 2021. So I want to thank Julia Christian, Tanya Chavla, Reagan Gould, Rachel Gross, Mallory Sue, Tammy Hu, Subin Hoon, Josh Carey, Wing Yi Law, Julie Lee, Ava Liao, Lauren Lacuccio, Gregory Lewis, Sarah Magalio, Lamise Raman, Emily Roberts, Mayan Walker, and a special thanks to our marketing contractor, Josette Souza. Thank you, Josette. Also, many thanks to our grant funders and donors, sponsors, our board and council. We couldn't do this work without you. If you'd like to get more involved uh, with the Design Museum, please come to our annual meeting on February 15th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. We'll lay out all the different ways to engage with the work that we do. That's our show. I want to again, thank the Design Museum Everywhere team for joining us and thank you all for listening. We'll post links to all the work and events and programs we talked about with some resources we discussed today. It's all gonna be on our episode page. So check out designmuseumeverywhere.org and click on podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to Design Is Everywhere anywhere you listen to podcasts. When you leave a rating, when you do a review, it really helps us reach more people so we can keep chatting about the transformative power of design each week. We truly appreciate your support. Now that we're approaching the end of the year, I hope everyone listening will consider making a tax-deductible donation to support this podcast and support Design Museum everywhere. Your financial support means the world to us and makes our mission possible. Help us bring the transformative power of design everywhere by making a year-end donation. You can visit our website, designmuseumeverywhere.org and click on the link at the top of the page. You can always find the latest from the Design Museum on social media. On Twitter, we're at design underscore museum. And on Instagram, we're at design museum everywhere. You can also find us on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. We have an awesome weekly email newsletter put out by Maria. So you can check that out, sign up for it on our website. You'll get the latest from Design Museum in your inbox each week. This episode was written, produced, and edited by Amor Yates, who you just met. Our theme music is Orange Sunset by One Wave. I'm Sam Aquilano. This was Design is Everywhere. Thanks for joining us.